Welcome back to The Maven Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today, we have Brad, the managing partner of Sugar House Investments and broker of Real Estate Securities. Thank you, Brad, for getting into the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Rohit. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. I think you've been into real estate for long and you've been into doing commercial properties and so on. And, uh, you know, like um, being into this for probably like more than five, 10 years now. So would you just like to give a quick intro about yourself, how you got started with the real estate and in commercial properties and so on? Okay. Yeah, actually, I've I've been in the real estate space for just over 20 years now. So it's been a, a good run uh, with plenty of lessons learned and we've uh, different angles taken. But yeah, but you know, I went actually went to college for a finance degree with the idea of getting into large commercial, actually international commercial real estate. That was my uh, that was the plan. Um, that's what I did my internship in college for. Um, by the time I graduated college, I went decided to go a different path. <laughs> but all along the way, my path has included real estate. So you know, my first real estate transaction was buying my own house with private seller financing. Um, and that opened my eyes to the possibilities. And I ended up, you know, buying a good handful of rentals. Um, the company I was with, we did some development, we built a hotel, we built a, a retail store, uh, an art gallery, and we started doing these long distance vacation rentals long before there was an Airbnb platform. Um, and so, yeah, I just learned a lot along the way. The last five years, I've been working exclusively in the commercial space as a licensed broker broker of real estate securities meaning i help raise capital for the large commercial syndications so i for the most part i've gotten out of the active fix and flipping being a landlord you know that kind of stuff um, that we did for a good while um, i still have a handful of my own rental properties but really all of my intention has been focused on helping uh, other people invest in as limited partners in commercial deals and that's okay. where i invest my dollars as well Awesome. Awesome. So, so just tell like, like couple of first question, you know, like, uh, let's say someone is getting started into the commercial properties. So what's the major steps to raise capital for the commercial properties and to build it up, you know? Yeah. You know, and it depends on what I, I you know, I use the distinguisher of large commercial because anything, you know, you, there are some smaller commercial deals where some people will be able to finance that themselves. Um, but when we're talking about large commercial, it's millions and millions of dollars. It generally takes, a syndication, which is just a fancy word for a group, a group of investors coming together. Mm. And in that scenario, it's a team sport. You have to have a, a, a pretty good established experienced team to put that, pull that all together. Somebody that's focused on the due diligence and the, 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 the commercial broker property brokers relationships. Then you have to have somebody that's focused on the asset management and you have to have somebody that's focused on the investor relationships and raising capital. Um, and that's really where we help our operator partners be able to you know, secure more deals because we can help them raise more money for those deals. But yeah, it's a, that's generally the biggest challenge in, in as, as folks are looking, how do they get into the large commercial space? It's where the dollar's coming from. Okay. Um, and so that's, you know, you have to figure that out, whether that's going to be your own network, um, you, you, you can go onto a, some type of investing platform or work with capital raising groups like mine, for example. Got it. Awesome. So, you know, like I think many of the listeners can be having one question, you know, like in the business world, or probably like not all of them, but some of them, like, so a difference between the passive and active income, you know, like 
active right. and passive and it's real like uh like being as an entrepreneur most of us and most of people used to majorly focus on the passive income not on the active to be honest so how right. you would like to describe both and which is the best yeah so i've i've most of my of that 20 years i've been in the space i'd say 15 of it was active where you know we was we were out there searching for our own rental properties and fix and flip opportunities fix and flipping 100% active right that's a day in day out you're you have yeah. to deal with the property the contractors getting that thing sold um investing in rental properties we could call you know people like to call that one passive i'd call it maybe semi passive because even with even if you do have a good property manager the the, the bigger issues still float up to your attention and and take your brain space and have to be dealt with where then investing in large commercial deals where you simply place money on the table that's 100% passive yeah and once you get to know the operator team and you look at the deal you know, you spend a couple hours on that, um, on looking at each deal. All you do is place your money in and that's it. For me at this point, I'd say I'm all in for passive. I've done, I've done the active, mm -hmm. um, and I don't begrudge it. And you know, I, I cheer people on who want to go that route. We need them. And that's what helped me establish my war chest for, you know, for me to have the dollars to be able to invest passively because yeah. it does require dollars to be a passive investor. Um, but now at this point in my life, I'm, you know, I'm in my forties, couple of young kids. I, I don't want to be chasing contractors. I don't want to be picking out paint colors and, 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 you know, carpet and tile all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so it, it, I think it's a stage of life question. I think it's of how many dollars do you have to invest or not question and personality. You know, some people just want that hustle of chasing down deals. Um, I'm, I'm not saying I'm never going to do that again. Um, but it's especially right now, this stage of life with young kids. I really like the passive role. Yeah. I think passive is becoming major, you know, like for young kids as well. Even after twenties, like many of the guys focused on passive, there are a bunch of options to have passive, not just in real estate, obviously, but in other things as well. For sure. Yep. Every everybody's chasing that. But whether you know, content creators make a yeah. website, the affiliate marketing, yeah. make some yeah. YouTube videos, post it and hopefully you know, yeah. live off of a trail of commissions <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's chasing it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone, you know, awesome. So, so, you know, like, so you talk about like investing into real estate. So what is, what's the best step, you know, like, like what, like, let's say someone is getting into investing into real estate. So what's the best step you, you say, you used to say like invest in real estate with the retirement account. So how you would like to speak about that, you know, using the retirement account. Yeah. So you know, when, when somebody is ready to invest in, in, in a passive opportunity, Mm -hmm. we've we've had uh, our investors will come either with their own personal dollars and they're just going to invest in their personal name some of them create a business entity like an llc some of them a lot of the investors we work with are um, small business owners and they've got for example a solo 401k they yeah. can use those dollars to invest with um, and we do have a, almost half of our investors use ira money so they've placed they've taken their retirement accounts put it with what's called a self-directing custodian. And then they they direct that custodian to take those dollars and invest it in this deal that we've presented with them. Um, so they, everybody, you, you can, there's pros and cons to, to all of these things, uh, all, all these routes. Um, you know, the IRA path, a lot of people have significant dollars in those accounts and they're just kind of, you know, they're doing the typical stocks and mutual fund investing. And maybe not aware that they can use those dollars for 
private real estate. Um, you know, it, it's you have to move those dollars over to a self-directing custodian. Those custodians charge more money. When you want to place those dollars, you have to get the custodian involved to sign the paperwork and do everything. So there are a few more yeah. steps, but it can open up a lot of dollars um, for that are to, to be making those available for these private real estate investments that maybe people aren't aware of. So yeah, that's been that's really popular. My wife and I have quite a bit of money. I, I'd say all of our retirement account money is actually invested in private real estate real estate syndications, um, and it's done really well for us. Um, you know, some of the tax advantages of real estate are lost in those scenarios, mm-hmm. um, but we don't have to worry about um, the tax effects of those of those deals that, uh, through our through our retirement accounts either. So. Um, yeah, certainly, certainly an avenue that um, if people have dollars in those retirement accounts, something to consider for sure. Got it. Cool. So retirement account is the preference, like priority, to be honest. I, I would say not. It's not we not a priority. Um, in fact, I mean, one or two of our operator partners have stopped accepting IRA money simply because of they got tired of dealing with the custodians who slow things down and require a bunch of paperwork. Um, you know, on the operator side, they just want, they, they would love it if it was just an individual investing in a, his or her private name, sends the money in and done. And that's who the distribution checks are going to go out to um, entities, whether it's an LLC, but especially an IRA account require more paperwork, more steps. And so it's not necessarily preferred on the operator side, but it's, it's maybe preferred on the investor side, just because that's where they have a lot of their net worth sitting. And so the fact that they can use those dollars to invest in these syndications is, you know, what we try to make available to them. Got it. Cool. Awesome. So I just have my last question, you know, this is the big one, probably. We must have heard a lot about this from our audience as well, you know, like in the suggestion boxes and so on. So tell us how to save taxes legally and investing in real estate. I think real estate is big, big in the industry, and we can invest legally by saving taxes into that so what's this process and how do you want to speak about that yeah so they're really you know for whatever reason when we're talking about you know american investors american taxpayers the u.s congress has made real estate uh, highly incented to invest in there are a lot of tax benefits that coming from that come from owning a real estate Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big ones that we talk about is accelerated depreciation, meaning the opportunity to depreciate or devalue certain assets, certain elements of the asset that we own. Um, and, and in doing so, that allows us to, at the end of the year, to send uh, the tax statements to the investors showing a passive loss um, because of the depreciation. All along the way, we've been getting monthly distributions from the cash flow. But then you get this tax statement at the end of the year showing this loss that can be used to offset other passive gains. Um, and so, you know, if, if that one has some caveats to it, if you don't have passive gains, then that doesn't do you a whole lot of good. But it, it even if you don't, the fact that you're not showing the, that, um, you know, active income or even passive income yeah. is not going to impact that, you know, your, your annual tax burden or increase that annual tax burden. But then what happens at the end of the road, when this this project is done, we sell it, you would generally expect to have some long-term capital gains tax exposure, 
but most of our operators will do a 1031 with these deals where it allows the investors who have enjoyed the ride, they like the operator, they like the process to simply move those dollars into that next deal with the same operator and kick the can down the road. And so you can defer those taxes for a number of years. And, you know, these deals are three to four to five year deals. And if you continue to defer the taxes, you can get that into a really favor, get yourself into a really favorable tax treatment spot um, into retirement, um, you know, where your active income is down. Um, and so it's, it's, it allows a lot of opportunities to decrease or defer those tax burdens. Gotcha. Awesome. Now, like, I think that's the great, that, that's the great thing, you know, like, so just tell me one last thing, you know, like just last, uh, like quick steps for anyone who is getting started with the real estate, who just want to get into real estate, probably as a young guy, you know, like 20, early twenties and so on, you know, even like me, or what are the next steps? Even they have the small budget to go into the real estate. Even they have a big budget to go into the real estate or just a medium, you know, like not more than 500 K starting from 10K. So what do you want to suggest to them? Yeah. Starting with a small budget, young, young, young individual, you got to hustle, right? You have to hustle. It's finding partners. It's finding a mentor. It's knocking the doors. You, you get a list of the, the, you know, you get a copy of the foreclosure list. You go knock on those doors and see if those people want to sell their house. Um, you get that under contract. You find a way to close it. Now, maybe that makes a, takes a money partner, um, but it's hustle. You, you, it's, it's finding those people who are, and, the, and I'd say the best way to make that hustle work is the mentors and partners for an individual with money. It's how do you want to spend your time? Do you want to chase down those deals? Do you want to do that kind of hustle or to the point where I've gotten to is invest my money with people who have the systems in place, who are experts at what they do and mm -hmm. take advantage of their expertise. And so then it's a matter of how do you find those experts uh, the very first real estate syndication that I invested in before I started getting into the role I'm in now, I didn't know how to find operators. Somebody came to came to me with a deal. Uh, the, the, uh, you know, they had invested in a deal and said, "Hey, you wanna, might want to check this one out." I looked at it, thought, "Hey, my friend's in it. I'll look at it. I don't really know how to evaluate this too well, but sounds good." And it wasn't good. <laughs> that deal ended yeah. up going poorly. Uh, but I learned a ton from that. Now I know how to vet these operators and find those experts. And that's who we partner with. Um, and so, you know, that's where I'd say if somebody has those dollars and they're looking to invest, learn how to do that due diligence. And that's what we offer to our investors is to, to point out who are the good operators, what makes one good versus not, what makes a deal good versus not. Um, so again, it comes down to learning from the people who have taken those steps before you. Awesome. That's cool. Got it. Good to know. I think so. Awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's the great thing, you know, like, and your hustle is there. If someone don't have money enough, it has you only time. Hustle. So someone, yeah. yeah, so they just have time. So they just have to time, use the time wisely. That's all. That's the thing. Right. Yep. Use that time wisely. Yeah. And you can shorten that, that learning curve significantly. If you'll partner with people who have, who are doing what you want to do or who have been there and can guide and mentor. It's obviously like exact same, like surround with people who are doing best, better than you, you know, and see them, be with them, learn from them, make mistakes, then go ahead. That's all. Right. Awesome. Absolutely.
Thanks, Brad. Thank you so much for getting into the show and sharing these insights regarding the commercial properties and raising capital and saving taxes legally, obviously, and investing. So yeah, thank you so much for having in. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. I, I enjoyed it. I appreciate the good questions. And yeah, as you can tell, I love talking about this stuff. So I'm always happy to connect with your, your listeners and answer these questions and dive into more detail anytime. But again, thanks for the opportunity. Awesome. Thanks.